1: Will Ovi tie and break Wayne Gretzky's goal record? He's 114 goals away for the overall record. This is a hot button topic, dude. It's like 50-50 right down the middle on both Twitter and Facebook. I initially voted no on Twitter and now I've changed my mind. Like that's a lot of goals, Darren. It's hard to score one in the NHL. Maybe not for Ovi. I think he's going to do it, man. This is the
2: Rod Peterson Show. 11-11.
1: Yeah, it's your lucky day, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. I'm telling you, we're the number one daytime sports talk show in Canada and in America. We're one of them. We're live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary. Snow-covered Calgary, Alberta, Canada. On the air on Game Plus Television across all 10 provinces and 31 states. And on the radio in Metro Atlanta, WQEE. Shout out Rhino Radio and all our friends down there in the Big Peach. Let's bring in uh, our COO, Lee Genier, who's been good enough to join us down here today. Coming out of the bullpen, when our team is taxed, we all come together. And I love that about us. But it is. I didn't even check the roads out there today,
2: Lee. Insane, they tell me. Yeah, I I almost hit a polar bear on the way here. (laughs) Stop do that they're gonna believe it don't say that but we did
1: have two guests and i'm not gonna say who they are but they are hall of famers bail on today's show this guy could make it but he's the coo i guess you had to but i appreciate we might see some of those hall of famers next week here at great eagle resort and casino uh i gotta just tell our viewers to not necessarily pump the brakes a little bit because I appreciate him so much, but Lee and I just got to reset what we're doing here. Uh, I had a great time. Hey, number one in Atlanta. Number one in Atlanta. Thank you. Ryan O'Radio. We just hit number one in Atlanta. F- where's my out. I love Atlanta hey, yes. hoodie ah. slash bunny hug? We've Hot got Calgary Stampeders alumni watching. Hey-oh. <laughs> I'm not going to name him either. See, what well, things are just going great. And I got to say this. Lee was asking me about the Saddle Dome last night where the Flames blew the game and they, they blew a 4-2 four four lead in the third period, lost 5-4 to the Seattle Kraken, whatever. Flames are treating me great. I got on the big screen twice. And what I'm hearing, because even Carter was saying today, how come everybody's treating you so well in Calgary? And I said, well, what I've heard is they've realized who I am, not the rider guy. I'm Rod. They like it. A lot of that has to do with you, Lee, so thank you for that. Things are going really. My good. pleasure. Yeah, you you do done. You've done good work. Now, very big news out of the NFL. My phone's blowing up. You know this because you worked in the CFL for nineteen years. Me twenty. The CFL and the NFL are pretty close. People think they aren't, but they are. So we got some NFL guys that are watching right now in the States. I'm not going to say where. And they're just going off about the Washington Commanders official. They officially are for sale. And I think the media doesn't really understand. And I'm no business guru. nowhere what you are. They're dancing around how to word that Dan Snyder, let's just say, he's put a for sale sign on his NFL team today.
2: Yeah. And you know what? is I'm, I'm going to guess. Obviously, he's co-owner there, right? He's got another partner. So... Um, you know, either Roger Goodell has come up and said, Hey man, we have the 24 owners needed to get you out. You know, let's do this amicably. Um, you know, I'm sure they all have a lot of dirt on all of each other, but I'm, you know, I'm going to guess say, Hey, let's, let's slide out of this. Let's do it. Right. Um, and the pressure has been put on him, right? I mean, he's got a bunch of skeletons that he's dealing with, a bunch of issues from his staff. So, hey, how, how much does he want to, you know, he's 57 years old, and how much does he want to drag himself through the mud and drag the the rest of the NFL through the mud as well?
1: <clears throat> I just want to point out, Angelo has written in. He says, I'm a first-time viewer from Atlanta. So welcome, Angelo, to the RP Show. And just so you know, you can turn on you can turn on your radio right now, ninety nine point one FM, and you will hear us in Atlanta radio right now. But what we are we are the heroine of sports talk. We just give you a little for free, and then you can't say no. We just reel you in, a little like a little like golf. You know, the people the people say, "Come, just come, give it a try," and then you can't turn your back on us. So, Angelo, you're in the trap. I'd rather be climbing than falling. You're going one of two ways in life. You're going forwards or you're going backwards. And I know where we're going. Benjamin Getz, viewer right, didn't he? says the CFL All-Star selections were announced this morning. To that I say, cool. Clark, can we throw up to our NHL top five, bottom five again? Uh, Because we have a brand new hour. We have brand new podcast listeners on Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify right now that maybe weren't listening in hour one. You tell me when you're ready. (laughs) Okay, sure. It'd be easier for Clark to start with the bottom five and for us too. This is based on, we've just opened week four in the National Hockey League season. So the fifth worst team in the NHL is the Anaheim Ducks. And I'm telling you right now, I'm predicting that Dallas Eakins will be the first coach fired in the NHL this season. Now, the fourth worst team, number 29 in the NHL, is the Arizona Coyotes in their beautiful mullet arena. The third worst team is the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are heading to Finland to play Colorado in a global series this weekend, two games. The second worst team is the San Jose Sharks. Uh, and if it wasn't for Eric Carlson, they'd be the worst. Guy's hit a renaissance of his career down there in San Jose. And the worst team is the Vancouver Canucks. Your record is what you are. Bill Parcell said it first. John Lynch made it famous. That is your bottom five. And your top five of the National Hockey League are these. The Boston Bruins are the number one team in the NHL. They're off to their best start in franchise history. And I say good for them under Jim, McC- uh, Jim Montgomery, their head coach. Recovery works. Number two, the Edmonton Oilers. They've won five in a row. They pasted Nashville last night. What was it, 7-4? McDavid, Neon yeah. Leon, and Evander Kane. Combined for 12 points. You can't go against the Edmonton Orders. Number three, the Vegas Golden Knights. For now. But I don't believe they have NHL caliber goaltending. Number four, the New York Rangers. That Metropolitan Division's a little murky right now. I think we could all agree, but I think when the smoke clears, the Rangers are the number one team in it. And then number five, the Calgary Flames. I'll say it again. Codry, Huberdeau, Blake Coleman. Lindholm, the list goes on and on and on. They're not playing like it right now, but they are probably the most talented team in the NHL. They're only 10 games in, so let's pump the brakes. Let's not get too upset, but I would not want to be Calgary Flames players today at the Saddle home because Daryl Sutter is bag-skating them. So there's your NHL top five, bottom five. (laughs) Angelo in Atlanta says, thanks, y'all. He ain't leaving. See? I got to say, y'all more. You, well, you got to get on it. You got to get on it. Um, Lee Harding watched. Uh, he says the orders are, his top five are Oilers, 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 Oilers. How about that? Bob Is he an Draco- Oilers fan?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he actually wrote me, uh, sorry, he wrote an article and interviewed me about the Battle of Alberta last year. And to be honest, we're not quite there yet because we're the second day of November. But all they're talking about here is Water's Flames. They're already talking about the playoffs next year. Hey, how about this? Angelo. Who's this Angelo guy? He just says Evander Kane, drafted by the Atlanta Thrashers. I think people think I'm pulling their leg when I tell them stuff. That the listeners in Atlanta are huge hockey fans. And they're like, no, Rod, you're full of it. No, they are. Hey, where do the flames come from? And the Jets. I don't know why they can't keep NHL teams there, but it's a great hockey town. I had an NHL scout say the other day, so you got to go and you got to go to Atlanta. Why
2: not? You want to go, Lee? Absolutely. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'm friends with the uh, some friends in the Atlanta Uh, Falcons Falcons organization hashtag rise
1: up NFC South division leaders who saw that coming for the dirty birds not Clark our producer Clark I will say this since I've known Clark and that's a long time Clark six seven eight years he's always been an Atlanta and always been an Atlanta Falcons fan so when we go to Atlanta Clark's coming Uh, Arlen Bruce III is watching, and he says, big up, Atlanta. Shop Migos. Number one in Atlanta, we just learned today in this time slot. Doesn't surprise me one bit. Love it. uh, Jeff Cabillus in Winnipeg watching. He says, three times a charm in uh, the ATL for the NHL. Maybe, maybe, but I just want to say this. Where did it go? From WQEE Rock, from Ryan Radio, he says we have the Atlanta Gladiators and the Columbus River Dragons. And I listened to the Columbus River Dragons game on WQEE last Friday night. Tommy Callahan, it was a tremendous broadcast. But I'm getting way off track. Just one more. Jack Fulton in Vulcan, Alberta, writes that He says, Atlanta, home of Stevie Bags, CFL great, NFL alum, if we do a sports trip to Atlanta, and I'm starting to smell a little, that we will. Stevie will be live on location with us wherever we are, because he's a good friend. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm really rambling here, so why don't you take it? It's 11-11, Rob. Oh, is it right now?
2: Not yet. It's 11-10. Check oh. your phone. I'm oh, looking at that no. clock over there, and it says 11-11, so... Sorry. In the casino. At least oh. it's not five minutes fast or late. That looks good. Now
1: it's eleven eleven.
2: Tells us that we're on the right track. This is my 11-11 thing. Everybody goes, say peace signs, but no. eleven eleven.
1: Last hour, we put last night's sports to bed, I would say. Game three of the World Series. It was home run night there for the Phillies, and they're up 2-1. Game four is tonight. Can we turn our attention to, din- to tonight? Because yeah. for the vast majority of our viewers, they're out in the east. So it's afternoon there. Um, National Hockey League tonight, there are only two games. The Philadelphia Flyers are at the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Pittsburgh Penguins are at the Buffalo Sabres. World Series game four, Houston at Philadelphia tonight. And as I just mentioned, the Phillies are up two games to one. In the NBA, Canada's team. If you missed it, I've rescinded the term from the Saskatchewan Roughriders. I gave it to them, so I feel like I can take it from them. Canada's team, the Toronto Raptors, are at the San Antonio Spurs tonight, and the Atlanta Hawks, hashtag true to Atlanta, are at the New York Knickerbockers. College football tonight. Central Michigan's at Northern Illinois and Western Michigan's at Bowling Green. And in the Western Hockey League, my favorite league, Everett is at Brandon. Victoria's at Calgary. Tri-City is at the Saskatoon Blades. Vancouver is at Swift Current, and Prince George is at Portland. And as I'll say again, I'll be back in Florida for U.S. Thanksgiving, just in time for high school football playoffs, um, college football bowl season, NHL heating up, so it's going to be fun being back in Florida for that. But the Grey Cup's still to come. Have you spent here in Canada, November 20th at Mosaic Stadium in Regina? We're down to the final six, right? in the Canadian Football League. And you know what? I'll spend a minute on the Riders' changes yesterday, but let's look forward and we'll get to our poll question for a moment. Did you give your predictions for this weekend's Canadian Football League semifinals? I don't think you did. You know what? I'm going to go with Hamilton. Why? Everybody's going with Hamilton. I'm not saying you're wrong, but tell me why you would think the road team... In this
2: playoff game, will win on Sunday. You know, I just feel like they're hungry. Um, I think they're they're hitting it on on all strides right now. So I think they are going to go in and surprise um, Montreal. I know Gary Stern's probably going to start tweeting at me. That's the owner of the Ottawa's. And um, I, you know, it's it's going to be a toss up again. In I think Calgary going in there, but I'm going to see BC has got the edge on Calgary. And uh, Calgary fans may not like to hear that, but I think BC has got the edge. So.
1: From our exclusive betting partner, our exclusive sports book, Betregal. Here are their lines. They've changed every day. Can we check on the oddsmakers down there in Costa Rica and see if they're okay? Are they sober? Because every day they got a different winner. In the so as of today, make your bets at Betregal.ca. Hamilton at Montreal. The Alouettes are favored by three at home by them. You're picking the road dog. And then Calgary's at BC. BC Lions favored at home by 2.5. Yesterday, the Stamps were favored
2: on the road. I've never seen a line fluctuate this much this early in a week, in any league. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be some intel there that maybe we're missing. But, uh, you know, I'm seeing these lines fluctuate so much. I mean, I'm seeing them fluctuate hours before games. So, yeah. um, you know, that's just the new world of sports betting, right? Our so. poll
1: question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. What is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League? Either of these games, the Eastern Semifinal or the Western Semifinal. And the last I looked, over 90% of viewers are voting for the Western Semifinal, which I'll be watching at Kevin the Medium's house. I'm very excited for that. We're going to have some fun with a great Cup halftime act in a second. But I want to tell you... First, a word from our sponsors, Landmark Cinemas. In theaters, November 23rd, Devotion. Devotion, an aerial war epic based on the best-selling book of the same name, tells the harrowing true story of two elite U.S. Navy fighter pilots during the Korean War. Their heroic sacrifices would, yeah, would ultimately make them the Navy's most celebrated wingmen. I got to go to that. You want to go? Oh, we're going. November Let's 23rd, go. Devotion in theaters at Landmark Cinemas. Rick Reagan's alive today. That's our big voice guy. When we come back, we'll talk about NFL trade deadline recap. They want to talk about Dan Snyder, tonight's NHL games. We still don't know the halftime act for the Great Cup. I don't know what's going on. I got a note here today that Thomas Rhett, my source has heard. Thomas Rhett, the country superstar, he's heard um what did eddie Steele say last week drake eddie Steele, the great cup champion defensive lineman good friend of ours said it would be drake i floated that out to somebody at the saddle dome last night and they said like drake would be caught dead in regina in november outdoors at mosaic stadium what have you heard everybody what have you heard who's going to be the great cup halftime act we'll talk about that when we come back okay and more It's the RP Show, Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and on the radio, WQEE, your southern home of sports and talk, 99.1 FM.
2: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
1: New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. All right, we are live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. But we just found out that we're number one in Atlanta. How about that? W-Q-E-E. Number one that? everywhere we go. Before we bring Lee in, our COO, a couple things. Number one, New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community. And to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support of Kid Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations presented by New York Fries. And to the dub, Connor McLennan scored twice and added two assists as the Winnipeg Ice defeated the Everett Silvertips 5-4 Tuesday night. In Seattle, Reed Schaefer scored twice and Kyle Krinkovic had a goal and two assists as the Seattle Thunderbirds clipped Prince George 5-3. In Lethbridge, Nolan Bentham scored two goals as Lethbridge whipped the visiting Victoria Royals 5-1. In Medicine... In Madison Hat, Jaden Lipinski's goal at 3:28 of overtime gave the visiting Vancouver Giants a come from behind 3-2 win over the Tigers. And in Prince Albert, my former team, Landon Cozier, scored twice, including the winner early in the third. And the Raiders edged the Tri-City Americans 5-4. The Philadelphia Phillies look to take a three-games-to-one stranglehold in the World Series tonight as they host the Houston Astros in Game 4 of the Fall Classic. And the Toronto Raptors begin a two-game Texas road swing in San Antonio tonight. The Raps coming off a 139-109 blowout of the Atlanta Hawks on Monday. I don't want to talk about it. And the struggling Leafs play host to the Philly Flyers tonight in the NHL. Leafs have lost four in a row. It's one of two games. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's a Buffalo in the other. The sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your home of the RP show. Player, what do we call it, Lee Genier? Player mixing it's, it's a
2: mixer, man. A mixer. It's a, it is going to be the party to be at. At uh, Great Cup Week. Do you want to
1: announce? You tell me what we're allowed to say and what we're not. I don't even know. I'm not the um, at guy. The,
2: um, at the Week in Regina, the big, the Canadian football what? championship party, the place to be. Yes. Yeah. Friday night at Ballers. The actual cup will be there. We
1: The I've, the CFL championship trophy? Yes. Okay. Well, I know we've secured some all-star friends of ours to be at the party, too. Let me just say, Major League Baseball, Canadian Football League stars are going to be joining us down there, so follow our social media channels to get your tickets. Okay, to the viewers, whether they be watching on Game Plus TV, listening on WQEE, or on YouTube, Arlen Bruce III, he's a two-time Grey Cup champion, writes city he says, the halftime show at the Grey Cup. We should have Mr. Moneymaker perform Loonies and Toonies. It's a Canadian track. That's Arlen Bruce. He's a bit of a blossoming rapper himself. Angelo in Atlanta says Shania Twain should perform. And, well, I think Shania Twain should perform every year. She most recently did the 2017. Were you there? Yeah. In uh, Ottawa, where she came in on a sled dog. Was uh, epic. A, What epic. is epic on a sled being pulled by dogs. That's right. Shania Twain. Snowy Grey Cup. Lee Harding, are you saying that Zach Hyman should perform at halftime at Grey Cup? Is that what you're saying? Uh come on with the Burton Cummings, get out of here. Well, here's one from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. She says maybe it's Tom Cochran's announcement on the RP show on Friday. Stay tuned. How about that? Tom Cochran will be on this show 1120 a.m. Friday because he's performing here at the Gray Eagle on Friday night, and I'll be at the show. I don't know if there's tickets left or not. I don't know. Uh, You have to go to greyeagleresortandcasino.ca or call the box office to get yours. The iconic Tom Cochran. If it's not sold out, it will be. He's going to be on the show live, and that's where we have fun with the entertainment portion, the sports portion. I have one question, and then I'll be done for Tom Cochran. You guys write in with your questions. I have one, and you you got to tune in Friday. I'm not going to let it out of the bag what it is. My heart's fluttering a little bit that I get to interview Tom Cochran. I owned his CDs. (sighs) Life is a Highway, Sinking Like a Sunset. Do you have a favorite Tom Cochran track?
2: Yeah, life is a highway, and I have a story for you. Tell us! Off-air, actually. Oh, it's one of those. It's one of those off-air stories. We nailed
1: down Tom Cochran in a day, and the CFL can't get a halftime act for the Grey Cup. I mean,
2: we talking about this? Yeah. Let's dig in. I mean, hey, it's only November 2nd. They still got some time to announce it. (laughs) Stop.
1: I didn't know you so well. Man. It's only 18 days
2: till Great Cup, Rod. Hot. Maybe it's so big that it's going to blow us away. Or maybe it's not. Lee Spicy. Harding writes
1: that he says, Weird Al Yankovic.
2: Hell yes.
1: Jeff the Stamps fan it says it's not a Great Cup without the guess who.
2: I'm going with Brett Kissel. Rising star, you heard that? I may have heard it. Is it right? Not saying it's right, but rumors abound. The view—I'm just checking, man.
1: I'm not ignoring you here. <laughs> Look, let's be honest. Um, viewer Lee Harding's really got a lot to say. He, he writes and he says, "Make Randy Ambrosi sing himself." That's the commissioner of the Canadian Football League. I mean, we're at a point. What? possible reason could they have for not announcing yet what the halftime Grey Cup act is I'm trying to be serious man like they don't make it easy they don't make it easy it reminds me of when I got my ass ripped six ways from Sunday by the Riders one time right on the sidelines you know how these conversations go you're making us look bad no you're making you look bad not me CFL you're making you look bad
2: don't blame anybody else. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's what's happening. This is what this is about is everybody's looking at it going, this looks bad. So, man, it better be the Stones. It better be you two. It better be someone big. Because um, they really need to kind of fix on this. So maybe it is. Um, you, you know, maybe I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But... Uh, Point Like I say, if you haven't created the energy, because like I say, the riders are out. You know, we've got a lot of friends in Regina, uh, a lot of friends in Saskatchewan asking me. They're calling me and going, have you heard? And I said, no, I haven't. Um, you know, and so people want to know. People want to just create the excitement, man, because people, like I said, a lot of the tickets, Rider fans are going to be selling their tickets, waiting to see who's in the game. So Monday morning uh, after the West final, tickets are going to be on Kijiji. They're going to be everywhere, right? So um, maybe they'll wait till the Monday. I don't know.
1: What do you think about the boobs that are saying, are you going to watch a football game or a concert? I don't care about the halftime act. Should we even listen to those people? No, I
2: don't. No, I mean, as everybody knows, uh, Grey Cup is about a four-day party, really. That's what it's always been yeah. about. So um, in a lot of cases, I know <laughs> you know, I've been to uh, six Grey Cups with a team, won three of them. Um, the Grey Cup game is almost secondary uh, it's all about Canadiana, everybody coming together for that week. Fans only see each other once a year, and it's at the Grey Cup, right? It's about
1: the party. So. It's a not about the game. So, And that's what people don't seem to understand. My guy, Mydale Mike's watching. He writes in, and he says Tom Cochran was the grand opening headliner at the new rink in Estevan over 10 years ago. It was fantastic. Tom Cochran. The CFL should be so lucky to have Tom, Co- uh, Tom Cochran Cochrane perform at this year's halftime. I'm obviously a big Tom Cochran fan, and I'm pretty excited. I don't know, Mike, when you turned your television on, but I was saying earlier the possibilities with regards to this show are unbelievable. Last week, Clayton Bellamy from the Roadhammers, Tom Cochran this week, the entertainment Rolodex, the college football, the NFL. I didn't tell you or you. I did tell Serena. We got invited to the College Football Hall of Fame induction December 6th weekend in Las Vegas. They're mm-hmm. like, Andrew Luck's going in. Marvin Harrison's going in. Maybe I did tell you. Maybe I did mention it on the air. And they're like, do you want to come do the show live from Vegas in the Bellagio? Yes. <laughs> Should I have said yeah? yes? Yes. <laughs> Clearly I didn't tell you. I'm sorry. Too many things going on. We only spend 20 hours a day together, and I didn't bring it up. Um, from Chris Putz... On YouTube, he said if the the halftime act was going to be a big splash, they would have announced it four months ago. Get ready for a big time letdown. You mean bigger than the Riders missing the playoffs in this year they're hosting? Oh. Who's the chairman of the great? Oh. Never mind. Um, Marshall Marcotte is watching the show in Winnipeg on Game Plus TV. And he says, do you think Quebec is looking at buying the Ottawa Senators? I have some mm-hmm. information on that. And um, did you watch SportsCenter last night or this morning or last night?
2: No, not okay. not in its entirety. Now. It's
1: fine. I just wondered if you saw the coverage of what they're talking about, the Ottawa Senators being sold. Mm. And I'm finding it Interesting. Uh, to see Chris Johnson, who these are all great reporters, kind of dancing around the topic, and Bruce Garioc, all great guys. I know who the potential buyer is of the Ottawa Senators, and I'm not saying
2: too much about it. Well, I mean, it would make a lot of sense since uh, Malnick's, Malnick's death. Um, you know, as we all know, he wasn't really well regarded in Ottawa. Um, so buying a team as opposed to expansion team obviously because expansion team is going to cost you probably a whole lot more money uh than moving the ottawa senate well
1: i got okay my football dogs and the states are all watching and uh (laughs) obviously i'm not gonna let anybody know who it is and one says my vote is for doug flutie and his band not serious I think we're at a point where we would take
2: just about anybody, aren't we? Yeah, like I'm waiting now. I'm just I'm waiting. I think I think this could be the day. This could could be today. Well, aren't they flirting with no like getting to a point where people aren't getting care anymore? Aren't they flirting with that? Well, because now you don't want to. You know, you're into the playoffs, so you want everybody focusing on the games, buying tickets, building the hype for for the semifinals, right? So
1: the home team isn't in it. So you got to find something to sell this gray cup and they can't get the team, the halftime act announced. And to say that we have it secured and we're just waiting. uh, Maybe that's true, but I don't believe a lot of what these people say. I don't really believe it. Um, But with the Ottawa senators, by the way, all I will say is it's not a local buyer and this purchase price involves an arena from what I'm told. And so that should really get the people of Ottawa behind the sale of this team from the Melnick family to this new person. That's all I will say, who will build them a new arena, and finances are not a, not a problem, not a consideration for them. So I think if you're a Senators fan, and we don't, I would like to talk more Senators hockey, we don't hear a lot from the nation's capital on this show. I'd like to hear more from them. It's a great franchise, wonderful city. They deserve
2: a top-notch team and a top-notch facility. Would you not agree? Oh, absolutely they do. Absolutely. I lived in Ottawa for about six months when I was a younger boy. And? Great city. From what ages? Oh, I was like 19. I was only there for six months. So. It all around it revolved around a girl. My guess is, knowing you, you made the most of it. I did. Um,
1: From Dan in Saskatoon, regarding... Us going to Las Vegas, he says, the Pac-12 Conference Championship game in Las Vegas, that same weekend is the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Right? As the bracelet says, one day at a time. He's trying to get through today. And then we'll worry about December 6th and going to Las Vegas for the College Football Hall of Fame. But I'm really starting to think that we got some schutzpah going here. You want to co-host with me? Is that something you might be interested in? Uh Okay. <laughs> you already need to think about it. Okay. Can we sit on the beach? There's no beach in Las Vegas. Well, well not a real one. Uh, is Derek ready, guys? Yeah, I knew he would be because he's never late. Lee, I think you're done. I think we might bring Moose in. If it is, thanks for your contributions today. Okay,
2: I'm going to go fight the polar bears.
1: All right, the general manager of the Saskatchewan Rush, Derek Keenan, joining us next. Uh, it's the RP Show live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary. We're on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and on the radio, WQEE, your southern home of sports and talk, 99.1 FM. snow-covered Calgary, Alberta. We're live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. We are right in the middle of that wonderful facility in the stage bar at the casino. Thanks to everybody who has fought their way through the snow and storm to get down here today in terms of a live audience. We'll be talking about tonight's uh, sports schedule coming up, but let's bring in our Good friend, the general manager of the Saskatchewan Rush, Derek Keenan. As as the uh, training camps are nigh, I'm looking at the preseason schedule here. Things get going fast. Uh, Derek, welcome to the RP Show. How are things in your world right now as you get set to get it rocking again?
3: Uh, Hi, Rob. Well, uh, we're doing – we're ready to go, I think. I mean, I think all the guys are excited. I've talked to a good number of our leadership group guys, and they're pretty fired up for a redemption season, I think.
1: Yeah, well, we've talked about that before, and I said if there was a couple more weeks to last year, you probably would have made the playoffs. So, yeah, that that would be the theme, I guess, payback. Now, you don't have a preseason game. For our new viewers, and I should tell you, Derek, what's changed, things have evolved as you've been coming on the show. We're now on the radio in Atlanta, home of the Georgia Swarm. Um, You got your team in Las Vegas. You saw us talking about going there. You don't have home preseason games. Can you talk about the NLL preseason and how it works?
3: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we, we do we do two preseason games in Toronto at the Toronto Rock Athletic Centre. So it's the Rock facility that their owner, general manager, Jamie Dowick, operates and owns. And it's a real good fit for us because, you know, other teams use the facility on common weekends and we're able to get preseason games in against teams that are in the same facility at the same time so first weekend we or sorry we're, we're obviously we're in Saskatoon this weekend for us first weekend of camp then um, we're in Toronto for two in a row where we played Buffalo or the first weekend in Toronto and then the second weekend we actually played Toronto so two real good tests for us and then we we close out in Calgary with a, with a game in front of fans so for us it was really I think we have in the past. I think we had Calgary in one year for a preseason game, but it's more availability of the facility and with other things going on with, with the hockey club and other events. But uh, um, we're, 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 we like what we've got this year. We've, we've added one preseason game last year. We only played two and we played them the same weekend and it really wasn't greatly beneficial to us This, this year. We spread them out and, um, I think when we get into Calgary that last weekend of training camp, we'll have a real good idea where we at where we are at team wise and probably see close to what our starting lineup is gonna be that hopefully.
1: For our viewers, by the way, that's Saturday, November twenty sixth, Saskatchewan at the Calgary Roughnecks, Scotia Bank Saddle Dome. You'll have had two preseason games under your belt by then. So you pretty much know who your roster will be. Like how many spots do you have open, Derek? I would assume quite a few. How many guys are coming to camp, and what's the outlook there?
3: Yeah, we've got nine coming to camp. Um, we have twenty-one. We end up with twenty-one players on the active roster, and um, three players on our uh, practice roster. So twenty-four bodies total. Um, so it's uh, you know there is some there is some hardcore competition. I think especially on on our offensive side with. You know, we signed Marty Dinsdale as a free agent. Um, We drafted a kid in the first round on the right side of our offense. So um, there's going to be some hardcore competition there and healthy competition, I think. But, you know, probably three or four spots we're looking to to fill. I mean, look at our draft picks from last year. We're pretty sure Boudreaux and Barnable are going to step in and play right away. And then from this year, I think Madronic is in a similar situation. And then after that, it's, you know, uh, free agent. A uh, uh, kid that we signed, Jarrett Smith, on the back end. We like him and then a couple other our draft picks, too. So. And then we've got four goalies coming to camp and uh, we'll see some competition there as well.
1: I'm looking at this schedule and I see the Las Vegas Desert Dogs all over it. Uh, their preseason is up against Halifax. So, what is the addition? of the expansion Las Vegas Desert Dogs meant to this team, or sorry, to this league in terms of rosters, I guess, because uh, you have the expansion draft, and then just profile, mm-hmm. having a team in Las Vegas.
3: Yeah, I think it's great to have a team in Vegas. I mean, it's obviously worked really well in in the National Hockey League and the National Football League, so I think it's real good. I mean, it's a great sports market, and, uh, you know, it's... I'm sure our guys are looking forward to going there. We played there the ra- last game in the regular season, but from a league perspective, really what it's done, because it's added another team to the West, you know, West division, it, it's almost eliminated inter-division play. I think we only play two teams in the East this year. So it's very heavy um interdivision play or, or division play rather than playing mm-hmm. more more games against the other divisions. So that's the biggest change, I think, um, that it's added because now we're, you know, eight teams in the East, seven teams in the West. So a little more balanced last year was eight and six. So um, you're seeing fewer and fewer uh, interdivision games, um, which is, it provides for great rivalries in in our division, actually. um, And then it provides for, if you're in the playoffs and you're fortunate enough to make it to a championship game, a lot of unknowns, I think, perhaps playing a team you haven't faced. So. Um, But it's, uh, I think it's great. Uh, It's really good for the players expansion, you know, more jobs. And I I think it's going to be a good market there too.
1: I'm looking at just the schedules here and I get excited. I'm a fan of the league. And I told you that we're on the air in WQEE, uh, noon in Georgia, the Georgia swarm home to the Philadelphia wings at gas South arena on Saturday, December 17th. You know, you guys, get going first week of December. This is exciting stuff. Like what's the off season been like for your guys? You seem hungry, but what are you hearing from your guys, Derek, in terms of, we want to prove that last year was a blip, not a trend.
3: They're really, they're really fired up. I think the guys have really done a good job from the conversations I've had with them that preparing their bodies, you know, and, and getting prepared mentally. And I think, um healthy from what i've understand guys last year that were banged up all year from what i understand we're pretty healthy so far i mean we haven't stepped on the floor yet so hopefully that continues um yeah i mean it's a bit of a redemption year for us i think you know we i think we underachieved last year um i think we showed some warts that we tried to get better on the off season uh hopefully we've accomplished that but we won't know it, it's a funny league that way you know sometimes you have a pretty good idea i mean last year we were favored to win the championship the uh, in the preseason and we didn't make the playoffs so it's uh it, it can be it's a kind of league where you can turn things around very quickly um as an expansion team or as an established team who's had struggles. And you can go the other way very quickly, too. And I think expansion is kind of added to that intrigue of it because, you know, you're losing a player or two or, you know, we've lost a good number of players over the years with expansion. So um, there's always that. It, it adds to the intrigue and um, the uncertainty, I think. And, and you'll see some of that. And we, we think, you know, on paper, we're going to be a strong contender in our division and for a championship. But we won't really know until we get into it.
1: Well, I watched the games. You guys weren't blown out. I saw you play at home. I saw you play here in Calgary. They were close games. Uh, So it's a a small edge. I think it was a mental thing, not a physical thing. And uh, listen, next time you come on, we'll talk a little bit about these NLL games being a party because we're out of time. Like I went to, I don't drink anymore, seven and a half years sober, but I'm at the saddle. I'm going, my God, nobody's watching the game. It was a St. Patrick's Day game. (laughs) You remember that, right? I'm like, this is insane. Uh, you've been through this yeah. league for so many years. Like, were you part of making it this party? Cause that's as much what the NLL is about as what's going on on the floor. Let's be honest.
3: Yeah. I mean, it. It. I can, I'll never forget when I, when I played in Buffalo, the first two years, they had an expansion team there in 92 and 93. And we went from just kind of an unknown market to f- having 16,000 people in the building. And, loud and partying and winning a couple championships. And that's kind of how I got started in the league. And, and I think it's carried on. And we certainly have that atmosphere in, in Saskatoon and in our province. So, and I think we play again in Calgary this year for the St. Patrick's Day game. So it should be interesting.
1: That <laughs> was wild. All right, Derek, thanks for the time. Good luck. We're following closely okay. as always. Um, can't wait. Good yeah. luck with the season. You bet. Thanks, Rod. General manager of the Saskatchewan Rush, living Hall of Famer right there, Derek Keenan. Overtime's coming up next, live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino here in Calgary. We're on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1
2: FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
1: Here we go. Let's have some fun here in overtime as you look at Narnia. Just looks so heavenly, doesn't it? Beautiful Calgary, Alberta. We're at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. And our COO, Lee Jenye, is with us here for overtime. It's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the National Football League. couple messages I want to pass along from WQEE from Rhino Radio. He says another great show. He says RP uh, Atlanta Gladiators are the ECHL affiliate for the Arizona Coyotes. And what about those River Kings? I believe they're in the Southern Pro Hockey League. I love. I'm probably going to go to the Saddledome tonight, Lee. I don't expect you to join me, but the Calgary Wranglers are home tonight to Tucson. So. You know, Everybody goes to the Flames games, but it's just the real hockey people that want to go, I think, to the American Hockey League teams here. Yeah. But, the, but the scouts, the coaches are like, so, so Atlanta, not just are they like, you're on the air there. Are you going to go there? Absolutely. But they're like, what, what do they got for hockey down there? Well, thank you, Ryan, for pointing that out. I'm literally just looking for a reason to go to, to Atlanta, and I think a Georgia Swarm game would fit right in. Absolutely. You know? So we got the College Football Hall of Fame that you've said yes to. Yeah, there you go. Ryan says the River Dragons run the FPHL. The FPHL. And he says RP is Atlanta. Thank you, Ryan. I love that every time I get it. Uh, I got to take my mind out of this. NLL. You were the executive of the year. It's got so pretty. Awesome proud thing i would think what'd you get for that
2: a nice plaque and um a lot of accolades but you know i had an amazing amazing team you know obviously we just had derek keenan on uh he'd built an amazing team around it made things real easy but uh and all the fans in saskatchewan made it real easy and the people right? you know packing that bill into the absolute you know last seat in the house, right? So, um, you know, it was it was probably one of the most incre- incredible things. Uh, the time, you know, the three years I spent there um, was amazing. Like, it was absolutely amazing to see what that had morphed into. Like, I mean, we had a championship game. People are paying $1,600 for a pair of tickets for our championship game. So it, it was pretty amazing. And
1: I hear those games in Georgia, those NLL games are unbelievable. That's what the players have told me off the hook as the kids say it's a party it is a party
2: do it we, really is do,
1: do we want to take bets on when we will hear the Grey Cup halftime act announcement
2: What's yeah, I'm going to guess what's the bet Regal line on when the CFL is going to announce a halftime show I'm actually surprised there isn't a bet betting line on that I'm sure
1: there is Jeff, the Stams fan, wants to know, how about Craig Dickinson and Jeremy O'Day running around with sparklers? How about that? They might be getting Let's to. Go. How do you feel in the time that we have left, and we got four minutes, your take on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? Come on, because we are a CFL. That's where we were built in a lot of ways. Show uh, on them firing all their offensive coaches but keeping the head coach, GM, and president in a year that they missed the playoffs.
2: Well, I think you really hit it on the head where those guys' contracts, Jason Moss, Travis Moore, who I've got all the respect in the world for, those guys' contracts were up and they were most likely leaving anyway. So in today's salary caps and then the management salary caps, the coaching salary caps, um, you know, those probably come into play when making the decisions whether you were going to fire O'Day or Craig Dickinson. Um and, they, you know, they need to place the blame somewhere. So Jason Moss had to fall on that sword. And um, I think that is a big part of it is, you know, everybody is pointing the fingers. That's always going to happen. Uh, I have all the respect for Craig Dickinson, great friend. Uh, chatted with him the other day as well. And um, so, you know, what is, you know, here's a guy that was coach of the year uh, three years ago, two years ago. Two seasons ago. Two seasons ago. Um, You know, but I know everybody's looking for their heads right now. Um, I'm glad to see Craig is still there um, when I'm talking Dickinson. And um, like I say, it, it probably was more of a financial decision. Uh, which well, nobody nobody, wa- nobody wants to hear yeah that's pretty but, shoddy and to be honest i want to really put this to bed because
1: you got teams playing this weekend calgary at bc you got a hamilton at montreal and enough i got people writing me they're very upset i was in lampman saskatchewan speaking at a banquet and i could tell in the people's eyes they wanted me to tell them it's all going to be okay it's not going to be okay Okay, but the people that you have elected in charge are in charge. And it's not my thing anymore to be their therapist or open online radio. Somebody said to me the other day, you should take calls. I said, No, I shouldn't. There's, they got a show taking calls. Call that show. Because we got other things here. We're moving on. Lee Harding, one of last minute of play in the RP show. Lee Harding says Lee nailed it. Whatever it is you said. You said a financial thing more than any. Um, Wayne says the rider offense was bad, but in the last seven games, the defense wasn't great either. Well, thank you. Write a letter to the team and tell them. Uh, Jennifer says, I'm looking forward to the Pats team signing tonight. Get my Bedard jersey signed. How long do you think that lineup will be? Long. For Connor number two. I think that's what we'll call him. Connor number two. Connor number one is really eating things up in the National Hockey League these days. So enjoy the games, everybody. So long, Atlanta. So long, Rhino Radio. We'll see you all tomorrow, noon Eastern, right here. And thank you, by the way, Angelo in Atlanta. Man, growth is king, ain't it, Lee? It really is. Thank you. Who has more fun than us? (laughs)